It's Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun-filled episode of that 4K podcast. This week's topic, we're going to talk about the mistakes you can make uh, that 4K plant sponsors can make in hiring a plant provider. Of course, first things first, let's talk about our live events that are coming up in September. On September 10th, we'll be in St. Louis, Missouri, Bush Stadium for that 4K conference. September 24th, we will be in Minneapolis at Target Field. And on a special day of Wednesday, September 29th, we'll be at Planet Houston at Minute Maid Park for that 4K conference as well. Uh, thanks to Larry, we already have special guests invited and booked in St. Louis. We're going to meet uh, the Mad Hungarian, uh, Al Roboski, um, who is also right now Carlos Broadcaster uh, since he retired. So he's been at the Helm with the Cardo broadcast since 85, so uh, it should be interesting to talk to him, especially his Kansas City Royal days. Um, and of course, we also have for Minneapolis, Tony Oliva. Um, he was uh, certainly Twins great. Um, he is always a consideration for the veterans committee to make it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, his numbers are tied by the Twins, and he was a coach with the Twins, so he has World Series rings from 87 and 91. He did play in 65 against the Dodgers, but they lost uh, to Sandy Koufax. Uh, and in Houston, we're going to have Phil Garner. Uh, Phil was a former Astro, played on the 86 Astros, and he was a former manager of the Astros. Took him to the World Series where they lost against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, but uh, Scrap Iron was also uh, a member of the 1979 World Champion Pittsburgh Pirates, the whole VR family, so it'll be interesting to talk to them. Go to that 4 kcom for further information on how you could be a part of that 4K conference to attend. It's just 100 bucks to sponsor. Sponsorships start as little as 500 bucks. So anyway, let's talk about this uh, subject. Um... There are mistakes that plan sponsors can certainly make when dealing with and hiring a 401k plan provider. You know, um, you know, moves are, and changes are, are difficult. Um, you know, I'm already, you know, in my mind thinking about, you know, when my kids graduate high school, maybe, you know, moving out of the area, moving out of New York area, and I'm already, I'm... Uh, I'm already, I don't even know where I'm going or when I'm going, but I'm already dreading the move. Uh, I don't know, but I dread moves from one house to the other. It's just not fun for me. I've done very little in my life, but, uh, you know, paring down stuff and packing stuff and the whole process, it's just not fun uh, for me. Um, and, you know... There's certain re certain you know reasons why you make changes, and I look at my career, and you know I don't regret some of the things that I've done, and I I don't in my career I don't think I regret anything. I think that you know the reason I'm talking to you right now and you're listening is as a result of these decisions that I made. But you know when I left a certain TPA, which uh, you know at the time was the ha was my happiest job, I just had a uh, chief operating officer who was out to get me. And that's the only reason that I moved to a union side law firm. And that was an absolute mistake. I didn't go to that union side law firm um, because I wanted to be there, but it was just to escape. And, you know, my time at that union side law firm lasted a whole 10 months before I moved on to Myers Wells English Klein. And I think that, you know, plan sponsors really need to uh, understand that every decision. 
um, has to be for the right reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, too often plan sponsors make changes for the wrong reasons. And these are, you know, some of the mistakes that I've seen in time. Um, you know, the fact is that changing um, plan providers isn't like changing, you know, your you know, clothing. Uh, you make a fashion faux pas, you know, you can deal with it. I learned in high school that a black t-shirt and black shorts doesn't look right. Um, but, you know, that was one day at gym and that was the end of it. But, you know, when it comes to changing, you know, plant providers, um, plant sponsors aren't doing it very often and they need to make sure that it's a perfect fit. And before changing plant providers, they need to make sure that there's an actual reason for changing one or multiple plant providers. Change for the sake of change may make sense in, you know, uh, firing a longtime MLB manager that isn't connecting to their players. But that theory, you know, doesn't really work in the retirement plan setting, in my opinion. You know, a plan sponsor is a plan fiduciary, and that requires, of course, the highest duty of care and equity in law. And any decision that the plan sponsor has to make has to be grounded in rational thought. Um, you know, otherwise it could be conceived as a breach of fiduciary duty of prudence. And plan sponsors really have that duty of prudence in hiring competent plan providers, and they can only pay reasonable plan expenses. Um, you know, when it comes to cost, it's all about reasonableness. Uh, the fee has to be reasonable for the services that are provided. Of course, we all know that plan sponsors don't have to pick the cheapest provider. They have to pay. Uh, they have to pick a plan provider that is reasonable for the services that they're offering. So, if you want to, you know, a plan sponsor wants to pay more uh, for a higher level of service, they certainly can. But of course, again, it's all about reasonableness, and reasonableness can only be created for the plan sponsor by, you know, shopping the plan around to other plan providers and see what they charge. You know. I've always told a story, you know, I, uh, biggest mistakes I made, you know, sitting in this house were some of the contractors that I hired. And one of the biggest mistakes you hire a contractor is you don't check out their pricing to see if they're reasonable or not. And that's why plan sponsors really need to benchmark the fees using a service, using a book, using, you know, again, getting prices for other plan, from other plan providers. Uh, you know, but the, the problem is it's got to be apples to apples, not apples to oranges so uh, one of the mistakes that plan sponsors make is they you know they take uh, a TPA that they're using that really has a higher level of service and comparing it to you know let's say the ADP and paychecks of the world that's providing less of a service and saying oh you know this TPA is charging me a lot more money I, I think I have to fix that and uh, you know when it comes to you know again benchmarking fees it's apples to apples oranges to oranges. Um, and of course, the most important thing that plan sponsors have to figure out is uh, that the plan providers that they're going to use are competent and know what the heck they're doing. Um, you know, there's a lot of dependence by the plan sponsor to their third-party administrator, to their financial advisor, and they need to hire people that are certainly going to be competent in what they do. And I think that's certainly the biggest mistake. You know, of course, why say on my end? Uh, dealing with plan sponsors and their problems, um, especially spe especially on the TPA side. Um, you know, if an advisor, you know, fails to follow the terms of their investment policy statements, or the TPA makes an error in a plan sponsor compliance test, 
it's going to be the plan sponsor that's going to bear the brunt of the cost and liability of fixing these errors. You know, cost and competence are certainly major reasons why uh, a plan sponsor is, you know, going to replace a plan provider. And it's got to be prudent. Um, and, you know, one of the bigger areas uh, of problems is that, you know, trying to make sure that a plan sponsor is getting the same level of services and liability protection. You know, car shopping is um, another stressful, aside from moving, uh, car shopping is another stressful point in my life, and it's probably explained as well. I'm still driving the same cars, uh, you know, after nine years. Um, so, you know, salespeople I've done with, uh, it's the second time on, on both cars that I, I dealt with the same, um, same salesperson. And, you know, the problem, uh, the problem here, you know, when buying a car, you do understand that Toyota and Lexus are made by the same company. You do understand that Toyota is kind of the, I wouldn't say budget brand, but it's the lower end, and Lexus is obviously the luxury brand. And, you know, a car buyer who is going to replace their Lexus with Toyota understands that there's going to be uh, a drastic change in the luxury luxury part of the vehicle. Uh, you may get cloth seats instead of leather seats, which I think are probably standard in a Lexus. I don't know. I've never shopped for a Lexus. The problem, you know, that you know, plan, you know, a car buyer would understand is that plan sponsors don't understand that you know, replacing plan providers, they may hiring a plan provider that is, you know, offering less liability protection, and you know, they have no idea. Um, and you know that, for example, the financial area hiring financial advisor. There's so many different financial advisors out there. There's the 338. There's the 321, and you know, plan sponsor may not understand that replacing a 338 with a 321 means they have less fiduciary protection. They may not realize that, and you know, they certainly should. Same thing as if they replace a TPA that offers a 316 with a TPA that doesn't. They not may not be understanding um, that uh, you know they're getting less protection uh, in you know in, in in their liability exposure. And if plan sponsors are being met with proposals and are replacing their plan providers, they need to make sure that the, not only is the cost similar, but more importantly that the level of service is similar, especially when it comes to liability protection. Um, you know, if a plan sponsor trades down, they need to be aware that they're actually trading down uh, and getting less of a service and, and paying less of a less, less of money. Um, another mistake that I see is when the new chief wants their own team. Um, you know, unfortunately, of course, in business, when there's a change on top of a business, change is inevitable, which is, I got into a fighting match, a screaming match with a boss of mine when I told uh, a fellow employee that that's just the nature of business. When your company's bought out, inevitably there's going to be change. And I, of course, I was told that I was, uh, you know, hurting morale, but that's the reality of it. Just, uh, you know, I grade uh, trading cards and PSA is one of the grading card companies, and they just got it bought out by a guy by the name of Matt Turner and Steve Cohen, who's owner of the Mets. It's just this uh, private equity bought them out. So the head of the company, after the deal was closed, been with the company for 22 years, he's out of a job. He quit, or so he claims. That's just the nature of the, the, the position. 
And, you know, change, like I said, change is inevitable. And one of those changes is a change of plan providers. Um, and, and sometimes the problem is that the change is made for the sake of change and uh, a new leader just decides that they want to make an imprint and uh, get a new provider. Um, and, and that happens too often. If there's no prudent reason for placing a plan provider, it's a bad idea on the part of the plan sponsor just because they have a new leader and the new leader wants to make a change. I often find in these situations that the new chief of the company uh, wants to hire someone they know. Um, sometimes it's done to uh, reward a plant provider that they worked with before. Sometimes it's to reward a plant provider who's a friend or a relative. Sometimes it's even more nefarious than, uh, than that. And I will never forget the situation where I worked at the, a certain TPA and we had a good relationship with a financial advisor. He was replaced. And we were told about that. He was replaced as financial advisor. And within uh, six months of that, the advisor was back on the plan, and the main decision maker of the company was out of a job. And what happened? Um, what happened is that the new CFO hired a new financial advisor that was kicking back money to the CFO. Now, our main plan contact became a whistleblower. And the problem with whistleblowers is that they lose their jobs. Um, and, and the advisor that we knew, who was the, originally the financial advisor, was back again advising the plan. So I'm not suggesting that you know any new plan decision maker just wants to get a kickback or just wants to reward a family member. I'm just seeing, I've just seen too many times where the change is made and it's really not for the benefit of the plan sponsor. It's just really meant for the benefit of the uh, new decision maker, the new CEO, CEO, CFO, or HR director, whoever is making that choice. Uh, of course, next on the hit list, bad idea. Hiring a plan provider just because they were juiced in. Uh, we see it often. Um, when I worked in as an associate at Meyer Swazi, um, I was approached by an insurance salesperson to talk about the benefit I was being provided by the firm. It was some sort of disability benefit, but it wasn't really much of anything, and all he was doing was upselling. I don't know to this day how this insurance salesperson got in the hook with Meyer Swazi. I don't know which partner juiced him in. But, you know, I always thought he was a really swarmy guy who's, you know, when I asked for life insurance quotes, he was double anything that I saw online. Um, and, of course, I did get insurance. Uh, too often, 401k plan sponsors, you know, select a plan provider just because they're juiced in through a relationship, one of the decision makers or associates with a trade group. Um, I just had that not too long ago where uh, I had a client who was approached um, and there was a consideration of, you know, hiring this financial advisor group that was juiced in with their trade group. And it was an inferior product and they eventually didn't go with it. But you always have to be cautious, uh, when vetting plant providers of how did they get in here? Uh, who did they know? And, um, you know, there is a, obviously a variety of reasons why you need to hire a plant provider. Uh, you know, reasons such as cost and confidence. And you really shouldn't hire a plan provider just because they're a sponsor of the trade association. Um, you know, 
and again, it was recently with a client, it was a trade association, they were offering all these gimmicks like fiduciary uh, liability protection through the warranty and all that kind of gobbledygook and trying to get rid of the financial advisor because they supposedly offered financial advisory services, which they really didn't. Uh, there are many reasons, obviously, to hire a plan provider, uh, but obviously being juiced in really isn't one of them. Last but not least, I think when dealing with a plan provider, it's always great to get an independent review. Before you make a change, before plan sponsor makes a change of plan providers, I think getting a second opinion from an independent viewpoint makes complete sense. Hiring an independent risk consultant or risk attorney uh, like me, I'm supposed to cough, cough. Um, it goes a long way in making sure that the plan provider is act, you know, the change is actually, you know, actually made sense. And, you know, um, I mean, that's just my two cents and just from my experience that if you get a fresh set of eyes that's independent, that's not biased, then yeah, there could certainly be, um, you know, a correct uh, a vetting of any plan provider uh, if there's going to be a change. I hope you enjoyed this episode of that 4K podcast. And again, consider attending those live events as they come back in play in September. I'm looking forward to being back on the road. And uh, I hope uh, you join me uh, for that 4K conference in St. Louis, Minneapolis, or Houston. Go to that 4 for further information on how you can sign up. Thanks. Take care. Bye.